Recently on the Marketplace Morning Report, you heard our Democracy in the Desert series. We took you to places characterized by researchers as news deserts to see what communities stand to lose when they're without a local news ecosystem, especially during an election year. This kind of reporting takes resources. David Brancaccio went on a six-day reporting trip with two of our producers, grounding themselves in these communities and meeting locals who are trying to find solutions and fill the gaps. Every donation to Marketplace helps sustain this kind of in-depth journalism. Please give what you can today at marketplace.org slash donate. We're celebrating Marketplace's 35th anniversary with some throwback thank you gifts available during this March fundraiser. We took our old dot-com era logo and put it on a sticker, a glass mug, a tote bag, and a t-shirt. No matter how much you donate, you can get a fun piece of Marketplace history. Check them out at marketplace.org slash donate. These limited edition gifts are only available through March 22nd. Get yours at marketplace.org slash donate. Democracy in a desert near D.C. I'm David Brancaccio. I've been traveling to what are called news deserts in Super Tuesday states to hear about the business models failing or informing voters as they go to the polls on Tuesday. Today, voices from a desert only an hour's drive from the center of American politics. It is this newspaper's desire to print all of the news throughout King George County. Into a paper day, called the King George News. For your convenience, we have secured correspondence in every section of the county whose names Not appear in this Not hot article. off the presses, but yellowed in a museum. It's from June 1948. Renee Parker, I'm uh, currently the president of the King George Historical Society. That vintage paper bit the dust decades ago. The last local paper published in this county was a different one called the King George Journal. Joel Davis was the final editor and publisher who valiantly kept things going for about a year till the final edition in 2017. When I first got the job, three of the largest advertisers called within a month and, you know, pulled their advertising. And I asked why. And they said, well, you know, it's free on Facebook. Can you beat free? Well, obviously not. Again, Renee Parker at the Historical Society, who once ran for county supervisor. Unfortunately, there are, you know, whatever percent of the population will get whatever they need off Facebook. So they're reading whatever, you know, somebody's hoping that they'll believe because they believe it, um, which can be good and can be bad. Uh, We see a lot of that in our local elections. The Freelance Star newspaper, published a half hour away in Fredericksburg, does have an ace reporter named Kathy Dyson, who gets over here when she can. It's owned by Lee Enterprises, which has papers in 25 states, and its staff, like so many newspapers around the country, given low ad revenue, is much reduced nowadays. Here's King George resident Lynn Pardee. I do family law. I work with children mostly, and um, I work down in Montrose. Half hour away. And they have papers down there. I can read and know what the kids are doing at the high school. I can read what's going on locally in their government. My name's Kara Gonzalez. I recently finished my four-year term on the local county school board. A lot of reporters doing sustained coverage. What was your experience in terms of news media interest? I'm going to say none, but I'd have to think about whether or not that's accurate. So you mentioned the Freelance Star, the Fredericksburg paper. Um, I'm trying to think. We probably made a couple, maybe an article or two in there, maybe. Well, my name is Ed Jones. I spent the first 18 years of my life living on the Navy base, which is the largest employer in King George County. Stand by. 
That's archived sounds since the weekend we visited. Crews were not firing their tests down the Potomac from Naval Surface Warfare Center Dahlgren. From the time I was in high school to almost 50 years later, I worked at the Freelance Star newspaper in Fredericksburg. I had just about every position at that paper you can think of, from film critic to uh, editorial page editor to editor. It's ironic that the county is larger than it's ever been, more complex than it's ever been, and yet the news resources are depleted. Even with smartphones full of information. It has to be credible information. So how do you determine whether it's credible? Well, back in the day, if you trusted your local newspaper, they're not trying to throw me a curveball. Some newsstands here display the Northern Neck Sentinel, a free publication from two counties over. The online edition we saw had headlines comparing, quote, leftist violence to 1930s Germany and a headline, illegal aliens invade region. There was an item of local news from King George about county supervisors getting sworn in. This evolving media landscape places burdens on residents. My name is Adam Simonoff, concerned citizen live in King George, Virginia. Since 1983, I'm a retired engineer. I used to do my thing for the Navy. Force protection basically teaches us not to talk too much about it. You have a theory that um, people create their own news deserts? Yeah, I do. I think that if you don't want to look at mainstream media and then compare it to other media and you only want to look at something that you agree with, You've now blocked yourself off and you've created your own news desert because you're not checking. You're going to listen to perhaps what a politician tells you, and you're not going to listen to what a news reporter tells you. Tomorrow, here, a publisher who had to pull the plug on the local newspaper that he founded. All of our Democracy in the Desert stories go to Marketplace.org. As you've been hearing, Democrats and Republicans have reached deals on 12 bills that, if approved by the House today, would avert a near-term government shutdown. We all want to be our best selves, but it can be an expensive journey. From experimenting with alternative medicine. I was working with a natural, holistic nutritionist and never really thought about the cost. To splurging on fast fashion. I'm spending like all my tips. I was definitely spending like $200 a week. I'm Rima Hreis, host of Marketplace's This Is Uncomfortable. This season, we explore the cost of self-care and the real motivations behind our spending choices. Listen to This Is Uncomfortable wherever you get your podcasts. When I found out I was going to be a parent, I immediately felt a lot of anxiety and worry. So I went on to BetterHelp to try to look for a therapist to help me with that. My relationship with my family and with my boyfriend and with myself were suffering. I really needed help. I was ruminating a lot. Really getting those thoughts out to a therapist and getting feedback was just life-changing. 
If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, visit betterhelp.com slash morning report today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash morning report. Securities regulators are reportedly investigating whether OpenAI, the ChatGPT artificial intelligence company, misled investors during the brief ouster of the boss, Sam Altman, last November. This according to Wall Street Journal reporting. Here's Marketplace's Nova Safo. OpenAI's previous board of directors suddenly fired Sam Altman in November and said he was, quote, not consistently candid in his communications. The ouster lasted less than two weeks. Altman returned with a new board. But the incident apparently got the attention of the Securities and Exchange Commission. The Wall Street Journal says the agency is looking into Altman's internal communications at the company. A civil probe by the SEC will be the latest in a growing list of headaches for OpenAI. It's facing lawsuits from media companies over the use of their content to train ChatGPT and competition inquiries over its partnership with Microsoft. I'm Novasafo for Marketplace. And stock and Weight Watchers, WW International, is down 24% in pre-market trading now after Oprah Winfrey announced she's leaving the board. The company says, among other things, this removes a perception of conflict of interest after Winfrey confirmed she's using a weight loss medication. I'm David Brancaccio. You're listening to the Marketplace Morning Report. From APM, American Public Media. Talking to your backseat babies about money can be so hard. In fact, you probably don't even know where to start. So that's where the newest version of the Million Bazillion Academy steps in, our email newsletter course. You can start whenever, and you'll get a new lesson each week that you and your kids can complete at your own pace. They'll learn about crypto, the stock market, and so much more. And best of all, it's free. Million Bazillion Academy, making kids smarter about money. Sign up today at marketplace.org slash academy.